0: Now, I know money can be a topic that evokes a wide range of emotions and beliefs. Some might even believe talking about money is taboo. However, it's apparent that we need to increase our financial literacy and become more comfortable talking about money. According to a Forbes article that references U.S. Federal Reserve data, the top 1% of U.S. households hold 15 times more wealth than the bottom 50% combined. Today's guest is a financial education specialist who is on a mission to teach 1 million people how to make a million dollars. I am thrilled to introduce you to Ashley Fox. Ashley is a former Wall Street analyst, a Howard University graduate, and CEO of her company, Empify. Empify represents the merging of the words empower and modify. Empify is an education-based organization created to help both adults and children understand financial literacy. She is an international speaker and financial journalist. Welcome, Ashley. Hi, how are you? I am doing great. How are you? I am excellent. I am excellent. I am so grateful to sit down and have this conversation with you, Ashley. And I'm curious, what do you think we can do to become more comfortable talking about money?
1: When it comes to becoming more comfortable, when you're thinking about money and when you're talking about money, I think it's associated with our belief and our capabilities, right? I think we may grow up not having a lot of money, not learning about money, and we've made mistakes in the past. So that makes us feel guilty, fame pops up. So we're not comfortable talking about it. But I think the biggest thing that you have to realize is one, you are not your past and you can ultimately create your future. And one of the biggest things you can do to make yourself feel comfortable talking about money is surrounding yourself around people who are looking to grow wealth just like you. Now, it's very uncomfortable talking about money and the things that you're trying to do, the things that you want to do, the things that you are doing with people who are still uncomfortable talking about it. So I would recommend finding a group of people, finding a friend, someone who is on that wealth building journey, doing things you want to do, is motivated to do the things you want to do so that you can start to have those uncomfortable conversations because you can't heal from whatever you're suppressing. Right. You can't heal from it if you're not going to talk about it. So you have to talk about it. You have to seek advice, seek information and literally just immerse yourself in the language of money because that's the only way you're going to get fluent in it. But if you're not comfortable talking about it, how could you be comfortable even having it?
0: Wow. If you're not comfortable talking about it, how could you be comfortable having it? You bring up so many great points, Ashley, and I love how you talk about surround yourself with people who have money or who are comfortable talking about money. If I have a goal to build wealth or to have more money, how do you recommend I seek out individuals to build those relationships with to talk about money?
1: To be honest, I noticed a gap. So working on Wall Street with millionaires and billionaires, I realized that their conversation was always about wealth building. It was always about passing down wealth and finding businesses to invest in. This type of conversation was different. As I left my Wall Street career and went on to become a financial advisor, I realized people were uncomfortable talking about money. And I realized that there was a disconnect, not in just the amount of money that individuals had, but the mindset that they had around money, right? Not having a lot of money causes you to feel like you're not deserving of it. So you don't feel worthy of investing. You don't feel worthy or feel like you can understand the language of investing. So because I saw the disconnect and I realized it's not that people don't have access to information because in all honesty, me running Empify, everything we teach you, you can Google. You can literally find everything you need on Google. You can take a class. But the issue is there's a mental barrier that stops people from obtaining information, not even just obtaining it, but actually implementing the information that they're looking to get. So I created our Wealth Community now, which is an app, and it brings together like-minded people who may have made mistakes in the past, who have a desire to build wealth, may not know how to do it, don't have enough money to go talk to a bank or go talk to the wall street banks that i used to work for and they may not come from money or have a network of people who are looking to change financially and so these people do exist the problem is we don't think that there are other individuals who have made the same mistakes that we have we don't think that there are individuals who want to invest for their kids or who want to learn how to build wealth for themselves or who want to pay down debt because we don't ever talk about it but one thing i realized as a financial advisor we all had the same question we all have the same problems, the same fears, the same doubts, the same worries. What if I could get everybody into a room and we just talk about it, where it's a safe space where you can learn about money, talk about money, where we can celebrate your wins. And so I can't really say that there's a place out there that you can just go find, but that's ultimately what our wealth builders community is. Literally, it's an app. So just imagine the Netflix of finance. So you have access to financial education in the palm of your hand, but you also have access to people from all over the world. Who are taking the same classes as you, investing just like you, learning just like you, figuring it out just like you. And sometimes you have to create that space. And so that's ultimately what I did, building Amplify, building our wealth for this community, is because we don't talk about money. Like I said, how can you not talk about it, yet you have a desire to obtain it? We have to first talk about it, learn about it, read about it, speak about it, but you have to do it with people who want to be better. And that's not everybody.
0: You are spot on. Not everyone wants to be better. I heard a couple of powerful points. One is that a lot of what you teach and talk about, we can all find on Google. And I know in my work as a coach that a lot of the value that I bring centers around helping people take action. It sounds like as you're running your company and you're developing your app, you really help people take action. And you talked how there's a mental barrier when it comes to wealth and a mental barrier when it comes to money. And one of the things that you have done is create a community, your Wealth Builders app community, which provides a safe space for people to share some of the stories or experience that they have had in the past. I want to know more about your company, Empify. What motivated you to launch your company, Empify?
1: So when I worked on Wall Street, my job was to keep rich people rich. If you had at least $25 million or more and you had an address in New York City, it's a higher probability that I could type in your name and see the assets that you held at the institution I worked for. And it was a great experience because that was the first time I got exposed to money. So I saw what wealthy people were literally buying every day, where they were shopping, traveling, how much they were saving on taxes, what they were passing down to their kids, 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 right? And I realized that for something we use every single day of our life, it's not taught in our school system. For something that we all have a desire to obtain and we're using it all the time, you shouldn't have to major in finance, work on Wall Street to learn the things that I was learning. And you shouldn't have to come from money to learn how to make money, save money and invest money. I realized during my time there, one, that I deserve to be wealthy, no matter how long I stayed at my job. I would never be like those clients. However, I also realized I'm talking to the 1% of the population who's servicing 99% of the population, who's afraid, who doesn't have the confidence, who doesn't have the resources, but has the desire to build wealth and become wealthy, right? Or to live the life that they desire without having money be an issue. And so ultimately, I got to a point where I felt like I needed to create what I felt like the world deserved in order for me to reach the levels of what I was constantly surrounded by. I needed to invest in my own idea. I needed to figure it out. And so I ended up leaving my Wall Street career with the intent to serve the world, not knowing how, not exactly knowing what, but I knew why. And that was back in 2013. So if we fast forward today, Empify has evolved into a social enterprise that focuses on both adults and children. So we have programs that have been within the prison system, programs in middle schools, high schools, colleges. We also now have our WellBirdest Community app where we're educating adults. We're giving them classes that literally live in their library and giving them access to people, tools, resources, experts, accelerated programs so that you don't have to go to a bank and say, hey, I want to learn about money and they try to sell you a product. So you don't have to say, hey, you have to have at least $25 million for me to help you build wealth for your family. It's literally for the individual who wants to be better, just doesn't know where to go. The reason the word amplify has nothing to do with money, because I realized that it was a mental shift that people had to make in order for them to believe they deserve to be wealthy. So it's not that we can't go out there and make the money or do the things that we're reading about or we hear about. It's about our ability to say, I deserve to be in that room. I'm going to do whatever it takes to put my family in that position. And that is an internal desire, not a mental, not necessarily a fundamental desire, right? You can't just Google how to be great. You have to feel like you deserve to be great. And then your actions will speak for itself.
0: You mentioned, Ashley, you realized on Wall Street, you would never be like the wealthy clients you served. What led to that realization for you?
1: I think I got to a point where I was more intrigued on how these individuals made their money versus showing them how to keep their money. And I also knew the trajectory right out of school. I was making over six figures and it was great. But when you look inside the account of a billionaire, and you realize your annual salary is the annual fee they pay in one of the 500 mutual funds that is in their account, I realized I was just shooting at the wrong basket. I realized like, hey, if I'm sitting here helping you build your wealth and sustain your wealth, who's out here showing me what I need to do to become you? Who's giving me those tools and resources? And this job is phenomenal because it allows me to then take what I learned and give it to people who have no idea what a bank account of a billionaire looks like individuals who have no idea how to open an investment account for their child, while I watch trust funds be created for kids, 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 just so that individuals could avoid paying taxes, right? So I got to a point where I was more intrigued on how they built their wealth, not being intrigued on how to sustain their wealth. I wanted to be them. And I realized that in order for me to be on the other end of the table, yes, I was getting an increase in my salary. Yes, I was getting a bonus, but How long would it take me to get to a bare minimum of $25 so that I could walk in those doors and say, hey, I want you guys to help me maintain my wealth, pass down my wealth to my children in the most strategic way so that I can limit my tax liability and make as much money as possible? I knew I couldn't be on that end of the table until I built something because that was the commonality. None of our clients had the job that I had. Now, they may have started that way, but they didn't finish that way. All of them built their company and or was the beneficiary of someone who built that company. And I realized I wanted to do that for myself.
0: And by doing that for yourself, you have clearly made a massive impact in educating and empowering others to understand finance and become comfortable with being wealthy. Ashley, you mentioned people need to believe in order to be wealthy. What were some of the things you did To grow your money mindset, or what are some of the things you recommend your clients do to grow their money mindset?
1: So, I think one of the biggest myths in finance when it comes to building wealth is one, you you know, you have to invest. I don't care what you do, what you read, you cannot save or spend your way to wealth. You can't save your way to wealth, and you can't spend your way to wealth. It's not happening. You have to invest, and you have to invest in either your idea or somebody else's idea, right? And so, that's the first thing, letting go of the fact that what society has told you is the way to go. Is not the way to go because when society makes you think you go to school, you get a job and you get a job to pay for school, right? Then they also tell you that you have to just work really hard. So many of us know people who work really hard, but still are not where they want to be financially. So working hard is not the only thing you need to do. You have to work smarter. You have to literally convince yourself that you deserve and should and will make money while you're sleeping. And you can do that by allowing someone else to build their own idea and you become an investor in it. The other thing that I think we have to start to think about is you don't need a lot of money to invest. I think we have this misconception because wealthy people invest that if you don't have a lot, you can't do a lot with your money or you can't become an investor. So one of the things that I always tell people is the easiest way to start, the easiest way to enhance your belief is to literally think about who you spend your time, money, and energy with. So if you sit and think about today when you woke up, what company did you give your time, money, and energy to, right? So if I walk through my day, I woke up laid in my bed, picked up my cell phone. My cell phone is made by Apple. I have a Verizon bill. I brushed my teeth. I got my toothpaste from Whole Foods. I use Dove, that's Unilever. And if you just go through your day and think about every company that benefited from your physical presence, from your time, your energy, and your money, make a list of those companies. And there's a high probability that more than half of them are publicly traded. When I say publicly traded, it means that the public can invest in that company, right? Which is ultimately what a stock is. You can own a piece of a business, just a piece, like a box of pizza. You can get a slice. You can buy one slice, two slices, a million slices. Making your list to really understand, hey, I'm not going to not pay my cell phone bill. I'm not going to stop using social media. I'm not going to stop buying something on Amazon every other day. And really start to think about these companies are billion dollar, million dollar businesses because of you. And just imagine, hey, if I could invest in these businesses and start small, one, how would that make me feel? Two, you're on track to put yourself in a position where you're making money while you're sleeping. But understand that you don't need a lot of money and you don't need a rocket scientist, a financial expert, a big old textbook to tell you what companies are winning right now. Like if you sat and like, think about what companies are making tons of money during a pandemic, what companies are struggling, what if you played offense, turned off the news, turned off the negative talk that you see every single day and understand that this is the best time to become a wealth builder. Literally billions of dollars have been made during a time where the news tells you that the world is falling apart. Now, there are people who are suffering businesses that are impacted, but I know that my portfolio is over 100% because of the pandemic. So I think it's about one putting your foot in the water. I think we're so busy looking at the pool, watching everyone have fun in this pool, but because we don't know how to swim because nobody taught us back at home or in school, we feel like we don't deserve to get in the water. And all I'm saying is take the first step and just get your feet in. Get your feet in and realize, hey, I actually understand a little bit about what they're talking about. If I keep on listening, keep on reading, keep on actively going into the water, ultimately I can teach myself how to swim and I can also interact with individuals who are learning as well. But I think the biggest thing is you have to get in. You have to understand that we are watching the game while the players are winning the game. And if we realize that we are the players because there is no game without us spending our money. We deserve to make money while these companies make money off of our time, energy, and consumption.
0: Get in the water. I'm sitting here thinking about how so often we wait, Ashley, and especially for the women who are listening to this episode, we wait until we have all the answers, we understand everything, we feel perfectly prepared, and I'm hearing you say, this doesn't need to be complicated. Take a look at how you're spending your time, make a list of all the companies that you're using, and that can be a really great place to start if you want to build wealth. What are some additional ideas you have around making the stock market less intimidating?
1: The easiest way to make it less intimidating is if you look up a company you know. We don't need a rocket scientist to tell us that Nike makes sneakers and sports apparel, right? We don't need a rocket scientist to tell us that Nike is who they are because they align themselves with the greatest sports players in every individual sport. Going to Nike's investor relations page and an investor relations page is a site that you go to 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 learn about the company as an investor. So you wouldn't go to Nike to go see their sneakers. You will go to Nike's investor relations page, which you can literally just Google and it'll pop up. And Nike will tell you, this is how much money we made this quarter. This is where we're taking this company. This is how much we spent this quarter. So you're able to see from an investor perspective, the key things. And honestly, if you really just take the whole finance hat off, if your friend was to say, hey, I want you to invest in my business, what information would you want to know about the business? You would want to know what their vision is. You will want to believe in the CEO. You would want to know how much money they have, what products they're making. Are their products profitable? Treat it the exact same way. It's just way cooler to start with a company you know. Like we don't need anybody to tell us that Amazon is not taking over the world. So when you look at Amazon's finances or you read about Amazon in the news, you know what they're talking about because it's not some random healthcare or pharmaceutical company that you've never heard of. The other thing you can do to, to ease the intimidation is just read the news. I would say every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, literally go to CNBC, Business Insider, MSNBC, Bloomberg, and you can download these apps and set alerts for them to pop up on your phone when something comes out. But just read one article every other day about a company that you know and just see what they're talking about. Like We don't need a rocket scientist to tell us that literally people are feeling like they don't have money, but they have so much time on their hands. So all they're doing is spending money online, which is why companies like Shopify, companies like PayPal, companies like Amazon are making a killing. Even Nike, Nike sales were up 82% online. So while the world is making you feel like no one has money, we do have money. We don't have as many brick and mortar places to go spend it, but we do everything on our phones. So data centers are making money. Entertainment companies that have online streaming platforms are making money. Companies are revamping their model because of what happened in the pandemic. So understand that you're smarter than what you think. You don't need a rocket scientist, but you have to start to speak the language of money. And just like a foreign language, you got to speak it with individuals. You got to read about it. But if you stop speaking it, you stop reading it, you no longer are going to be fluent. So you have to read the news. You have to literally Google certain words that you just don't understand, but you'll really start to see the news is what dictates the stock prices. The news is what dictates the money that individuals are making in it. But it's easier to read the news about a company when you know what they're doing. And if you start there and you make an investment in that company, it makes you a part of the game so you take it even more seriously. I think it's so
0: fascinating how you point out we can repurpose how we are spending our time. I think so many of us are very quick to say, well, Ashley, I don't have time to research a company. I don't have time to understand how stocks work. But that's not the truth. What I'm hearing you say is repurpose how we're spending our time and becoming familiar with the stock market can become as easy as reading an article every other day, researching companies that interest you. So taking a couple minutes out of your day to make sure you're moving in the direction of your goal is
1: absolutely critical. Definitely. And I also think you can't say you want to be wealthy, but you don't have time to build wealth. But you have time to work all day at your job. You have time to watch TV. You have time to scroll through social media. You have time to go out and just have fun and do whatever, but you don't have time to dedicate to you and to invest in you. So while, yes, you can tell yourself it's hard, that is a narrative and a belief you chose to believe. All a belief is, it's just a thought that you told yourself over and over and over again. Just as fast as you believe that that is what it is, you can unlearn that thought and create another thought. So if in fact you don't have time, you don't want to be wealthy because that's the difference. Wealthy people make time because building wealth is important. Maybe building wealth and changing your financial situation and building wealth for your family and breaking generational curses, maybe that's not a priority. And those are the people that you don't want to hang around because you get to a point where you're so frustrated with being frustrated that it causes you to take action. And so you don't have to be ready to build wealth, but you're a walking contradiction. If you do say, I want to be wealthy, I hate my job, I want to make money in my sleep, I need additional streams of income, but you're not willing to put in the work because Not willing to put in the work. You're not doing it for the money. You're doing it for you. So that goes back to you don't believe in you and you don't matter. So you feel like TV is more important than you. In all actuality, my wealth, my last name, my legacy and my financial future is way more important than any television show because that television network, someone put in that time to create that production. Someone put in that time to build that billion dollar business that is continuing to be a billion dollar business because you chose them and you did not choose you.
0: So clearly, some of the beliefs that we have can impact our ability to build wealth. Also, some of the choices we make can impact our ability to build wealth. Ashley, what are some mistakes you have seen people make when it comes to building wealth?
1: One of the biggest things I see is people buy what looks exciting. Like, oh my gosh, I see everyone talking about it. I'm going to buy it, but don't know their research. Just because it sounds sexy, that doesn't mean it's a profitable business. And just because a company is not sexy, that doesn't mean it's not a profitable business. But one of the things is getting so excited that we just take action because we think whatever someone else does is right for our money. The biggest thing I need people to understand is, one, ask yourself, how much of my money do I care about? In fact, you should say all of it. And if in fact you care about all of it, you should know where all of it is. But what I do with my money Is not the same as what you do with your money. We're two different people, two different goals, two different incomes, and and two different lifestyles. And you have to understand what works for you is for you. My job is to show you all the things that are out there, but you have to decide what is best for you. And that takes time, that takes energy and dedication for you. The other mistakes that people make is they don't pay themselves first. So the moment we make money, we give it away to everybody. We pay our rent. We pay our cell phone bill. We go shopping. We spend it online. We give our money away to everybody else. And it's a high probability that those companies are already millionaires and billionaires. And then we look up and all of our money is gone. What if you paid you first? What if every time you got paid, you set aside $25 every other week just for you, just so you can invest, just so you can save, when you make you a priority and you say, hey, Before I give away all this money, before I go shopping at this store, let me pay myself. Let me invest in something that can grow my net worth before I try to spend my money, which ultimately decreases my net worth.
0: Pay yourself first. And I'm hearing you say, Ashley, it doesn't have to be a lot of money to get started. That's one of the things I'm taking out of today's conversation. You've been able to simplify this entire process and make it feel really doable. I think one of the ways that we can start to change the narrative around money is how we are talking about money with our kids. What recommendations do you have for parents to teach kids about financial independence?
1: So when it comes to working with children, just be cognizant that a child subconsciously picks up on every habit you have. While you may not recognize it, but the same habits and the same wording you use around money, you got that same thought process and those feelings from your parents. So I think as a parent, you need to be very cognizant of how you talk about money. I also think it's great to save for your kids, but it's also great to save with your kids. I grew up in a household where my parents set aside money for me, but nobody taught me what they were doing because maybe they didn't feel comfortable. Maybe they just thought I was too young. But if you're going to the bank, take your child to the bank. If you're paying a bill, show your kid how to pay a bill. If you're opening a credit card, explain to your kid how credit cards work. The other thing you can do too is make a list of all the things your parents did not do for you that you wish they would have. Now, granted, our parents did the best that they could, but what if you did everything your parents didn't do for you? So you would have wished that someone would have saved money and invested money for you so you didn't have to take out student loans and pay them back all these years after college, right? So be that person for your children. So outline all the mistakes that you have made all the mistakes that your parents have made or the things they did not do, and teach those to your kids, do those with your kids. Because while we may not be perfect with money, we all have made a lot of mistakes with money, which means if we made a mistake, there was a lesson learned. A lesson learned is a lesson taught to the next generation. and So that should be our core focus. Learning from our mistakes, teaching lessons from our mistakes, doing for our children what our parents weren't able to do, but we now know we want them to. So figuring out how we cannot pass down these generational curses, passing down this generational debt, but pass down generational wealth because you are the person that is going to change the dynamic in your family. Not a book, not your financial advisor, not this class you're going to take. You are the determining factor that will change the trajectory of your family. And that's what's most important. So when you continue to work on you, you change your talk around money, your thoughts around money, your actions are different around money. Your kids will subconsciously pick up on that, will do what you do, will want to be who you are, but doing it with your kids is what's most important.
0: If our listeners are feeling inspired to build their own wealth or to learn more about you and your work, Ashley, where can they connect with you?
1: So on Instagram, I'm at underscore Ashley M, M for Marie, Fox. So Ashley M Fox. We're also the Wealth Builders Community on Instagram. So Wealth Builders Community on Instagram. You can also go and learn more about our Wealth Builders Community app on wealthbuilderscommunity.com where you can get access to where I have all the classes, tools, and resources from investing, paying down debt to saving. And just overall information about Empify and totality, you can go to empify.com. E-M-P-I-F-Y.com.
0: With that goal achievers, I encourage you to focus on your weekly wins, note your lessons learned, and identify your priorities for next week so you can continue to make progress in the direction of your goals. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you are feeling inspired and want to join the Goal Achievers community, visit my website to sign up and get connected. We can also connect socially on Instagram. Follow me at meet Kristen Burke. Links are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and share this show. Until next time, Goal Achievers, keep progressing towards your goals and celebrate those weekly wins.